Let's open our worship of the Lord this morning by turning to 1 Timothy chapter 2. 1 Timothy chapter 2. What a privilege to be in the house of the Lord and to worship the true and living God, the Lord Jehovah and His Son, Jesus Christ. 1 Timothy chapter 2, the first three verses. I exhort, therefore, that, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. When the Apostle Paul wrote his 13 chapters of a minister's manual in First and Second Timothy and Titus, this is the opening of that effort of his to instruct Timothy on how he ought to conduct himself in the house of God. And the first commandment that he wants to give Timothy, the, the first exhortation that he gives him, is that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks should be made for all men, and the all men there are not all individual men, or it's not all men without exception, it's all men without distinction, because he goes to, ahead and explains it in the second verse, for kings and for all that are in authority, and for Christians, that was a difficult thing to do, to pray for pagan rulers that had either conquered their nation if they were Jews, or conquered their nation if they were Gentiles, and were negative toward their faith, and had... <laughs> Killed the Lord Jesus Christ. So it was difficult to do. But first of all, this is what should be done because it's the highest authority sphere in the world. And we should pray for them and we should be thankful for them for all the good that they do because they are the ministers of God for good to us. And they are the ministers of God to execute vengeance upon criminals. And we're thankful for that function of civil government. But let's remember this verse that Paul's exhortation to Timothy was first of all to take care of our civil leaders. For kings and for all that are in authority that would refer to the governors sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and the reward and praise of those that do well. And there's a reason for it. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. That our property will be protected, that our lives will be protected, that our worship will be protected that we will have the liberty to go forth and plant vineyards, make money, marry our children, have those children find houses, rent, buy or, you know, those houses, and all the benefits that come from a civil government. Every civil government. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. When the Bible tells us that something is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, it should be something that we want to do. And so here we have the statement made, and so we should want to do this. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. So many today are worried about us accepting God or accepting the Lord Jesus Christ. I like it when I can read what is acceptable to the Lord Jesus Christ. If you haven't done this this week, you're a failure as a Christian. And I hope that we'll all do it this coming week. I hope that Romans 13, 1-7 is going to lead us toward the proper attitude and the proper action toward our civil government and the rulers that God has placed over us. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. It's good. It's acceptable. He likes this. It's the first duty. 
You know, there's a lot of duties of how to behave yourself in the church that follow. You know, we have ordination in chapter 3. And we have women remaining silent in the church in chapter 2. And we have the Roman Catholic doctrines introduced in chapter 4. And we have the treatment of widows in chapter 5. And we have not loving the not loving money in chapter 6. But number 1, take care of the highest authorities God's put in our lives. We believe in honoring our parents. We believe in honoring husbands. We believe in honoring masters. We should honor our civil government as well. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy great and glorious name. There is no authority like thine, O Lord. Thou art the king, and all the kingdoms of the earth are thine. And thou hast given them to men that thou hast chosen. You have raised up over them even the basest of men. But that is not for us to bring railing accusation against them. You can say what you will of them because they are your servants. They are your ministers. We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, in the annals of Bible history that we're able to read You raising up kings and putting down kings according to Your own will and for the benefit of Your own people. And Heavenly Father, Your people are in this nation. And we pray, Heavenly Father, and we supplicate Thee, and we intercede for those that will not pray themselves for the God of heaven to give them wisdom, understanding, direction, protection, and guidance. We pray for our rulers in government from the highest level of our president, Obama, right down to our local, county, township officials. Heavenly Father, we are thankful for them. We are thankful for the multiplied, manifold blessings that we enjoy under their care. You have in your providence given us a great nation with a great government and great leaders in that government. And we are thankful that we are able to lead quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness and honesty. Heavenly Father, if we are not leading godly lives at this time, it is our fault, not the government's fault. And it is not your fault. And we thank Thee for our rulers. Heavenly Father, we pray for them. And we supplicate Thee that You would have mercy upon them. That You would give them physical energy. That You would give them mental powers and acuity. That You would give them wisdom. That You would give them understanding and perception and prudence and discretion. That they would be able to see the affairs clearly and be able to make wise and discerning judgment that would favor Your people in this nation. We pray that You would protect them from their enemies, whether those enemies be abroad and be individuals or nations. We pray that you would protect them from their enemies at home, whether those enemies be in another body of government or elsewhere in our country. Deliver them, protect them, defend them, lift them up and put the citizens of this nation down where they belong. Heavenly Father, by this prayer, we put our princes on horses and we ourselves will walk where we should be. And Heavenly Father, let this be true in our whole nation. As you put the people of David under him so that he was their king and they delighted in him and could say, God save the king, we say that about our government. Put them up and put us down where we belong and give us the proper, godly, submissive, reverent, honoring attitude that we ought to have. Our Father in heaven, we are thankful. You've heard us. Today we shall consider some of those benefits and blessings that we have under their hand and we already have in prayer that's gone up before this prayer. 
But we bless Thee and thank Thee that we are so blessed. We are so peaceful. We are so safe. We are so prosperous because of the ministers that You have sent us. And we pray, Heavenly Father, as it has been prayed as well, that we will be faithful with those liberties and privileges and use them to serve Thee with all of our might. Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins, especially any sins of speaking evil of dignities. Forgive us any sins of despising government. Forgive us any sins of being self-willed or presumptuous. Forgive us any sins of meddling with them that are given to change. And Heavenly Father, help us to fear Thee and to fear the King that Thou hast given us. We pray for Your servants in every place that the kingdom of God, Heavenly Father, would be extended and strengthened throughout the earth. Bless them this day with great boldness and clarity of speech to make manifold the mysteries of godliness. O Lord, we thank Thee for every blessing that You have given us. We are fat and healthy. We live in the lap of luxury. We have things so easy in the quantity and the quality and the variety is beyond description. No other nation has ever seen it before, nor could they have imagined it, what we enjoy. And we thank Thee for all these things. But there is something, O Lord, that we need more than all this luxury and fatness that leads us to presumption and foolishness. Heavenly Father, we pray that You would draw nigh to us this day. That You would walk with us and have fellowship with us. And that the Lord Jesus Christ would come and dwell with us and in us and abide with us. And that, Father, You would come and draw nigh to us and abide with us and dwell with us forever. And that by Your Spirit, You would fill us this day with Your powerful Spirit that we would be strengthened with all might in our inner man to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Blessed God our Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and for fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ, send Your Son into our hearts by His Spirit to shed abroad His love and Your love for us and to bear witness with our spirits that we are the sons of God, and to cause us to cry out to Thee, Abba, Father. And Lord Jesus Christ, at the right hand of God, we open the door and beg Thee to come in and to sup with us this day. Forgive us for thinking that we are anything, or that we are clothed, or that we can see, or that we are rich without a personal relationship with Thee. Lord Jesus, come through the open door we open to Thee in fellowship with us this day. Father in heaven, have mercy upon us. Forgive us the weakness of our flesh. Forgive us how deceitful our hearts are. Forgive us how the world distracts us and deceives us. And we pray that you would keep our priorities straight. And that though we be in Romans 13 and dealing with an important subject, that we will remember that the King of Kings is the greater subject. That fellowship and obedience and honor and love and service for the King of Kings 
is the highest calling we have. Lord God, have mercy upon us this day. We submit this prayer and our desire for these assemblies to Thee in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, our King, our brother, our friend, our apostle, our high priest, our Savior, our Lord. It's in His name we pray. Amen.